Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Guess, guess, guess who's bizette? That's right. It's the Undressing Room Podcast, presented by Macy's, hosted by Eva Marcel and the beautiful L'Oreal. What's up, L'Oreal? Hi. It's a fantastic week. We are um, going to get this thing kicked off because last week was oh so super juicy. We can start with all the fashion, the extravaganza, all things beautiful at the Met Gala. We have to talk about all the fashions we saw there and did not see who came and didn't come and all that good stuff. And then uh, Diddy. Diddy debuted something this week. No, it wasn't a new song. It was a new boo. That's right. Diddy has a new boo, and they are in Italy getting it in. And um, on a really sad note last week, we lost a few entertainers. And we'll definitely talk about that because there is definitely a thread line with all of their deaths. And there's a man who flies 650 miles for a first date. I know you got something to say about that, L'Oreal. Uh, you know, all this time I was talking and my mic was muted. So that's I great. I was wondering. I was like, where are you? <laughs> I, was, I thought I was backing you up, child. But, uh, you know, I was backing you up in spirit. Let's put it you like see, that. See, that's, that's how you do it. You back me up even when I can't hear you. That's how you do it, friend. Exactly. What else is going okay. down? We also <laughs> going to talk about more college-educated women. They're having babies outside of marriage. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Or okay. is it? Also, I was reading some of these DMs over the weekend, Uh-oh. and I'm going to share some with y'all. You know how we do. And this is our favorite part for our final question to undress. You're not going to believe it, Eva. What? Tell them that this happened. Fine. If he's going to throw his mama away like that, I'm scared. Because you going to be the next woman he throw away. Listen, that <laughs> part. That's right. Uh -uh. It's going down. Make sure you listen to how we undress all this mess on the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. And speaking of Macy's, they have a lot of interesting things going down this month. They do. You know what I'm really excited about? I'm excited that this is Hispanic Heritage Month. Ding, 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 ding. Super excited about Hispanic Heritage Month. And so is Macy's. Now, Macy's is committed to supporting brands owned and founded by Latinas to show how much they value diverse and visionary talent. So you can go ahead and shop the Beauty Blender makeup line, Dauntless, cruelty-free. Yes, I did say cruelty Free, That's right. That does matter. And responsibly made jackets and bags, Joanna Vargas, skincare and more at Macy's today. Oh, my God. You know what? This is my favorite time of the year, Eva. Is Fall. It? Yes. Fall when you're able to dress. You know what I mean? And put on some clothes, put on some good things. The air is changing a little bit. The chill is coming out. And Macy's is always going to make sure they take care of you with that positive energy through mm -hmm. three trends. There's three trends going on right now. The gray area, which me, I love me some gray. That's one of my favorite sweat suits and all that. I have so many gray. You like a man in a gray sweatpants. Listen, I, I like to be the man if that's the case. <laughs> Because I put the gray sweatsuits on. You hear okay, me? Okay, so, so we got it's gray. Like a, 
you know it's an effortlessly cool then you also have the down to earth and that's where you can shift over your neutrals and yes. you know try to get a little good with the deep rust and the warm chocolatey brown colors that looks good on both of our skin you yes, got to look you're, you're in the tan right now you're actually going right down to earth as you should be and then it's also <laughs> all about hues now this is an alternative to fall's earthy brown and gray okay. looks to add a little bit of rush of color. You know, don't be scared to throw some color in. Some people only do color for the summer, but mm -hmm. I like to mix it up all the time. I know you do as well. And this is a great trend for both men and women, not just women. You know what I mean? So make sure you get your bold colors out, your grays and your earth tones and yes. kill it all with Macy. Okay, so L'Oreal, you talking fashion. I have to slide into this first topic because it is all fashion. The yes. Met Gala. 2021 just went down and baby was it a fashion extraordinaire it was a spectacular Woo. honey the Can Met Gala Eva huh they brung the whole hood out to the Met Gala. I was they proud. Did. I was proud because I ain't never seen so many beautiful black people at the Met Gala. I mean, we see us specked in here We're and there, there. But see, the thing is, is that we are the culture and we have always been the culture. And so now it is high time that they realize it. We've been at the gala. They just weren't putting the cameras on us. Oh, but I know that's right. At, um, the reports of the red carpet from Gabrielle Union to Sierra. Beautiful. Sierra you was so cute. She wore that football-inspired gown. I loved it. Uh, the theme this year was American Lexicon. Um, yes. Even if Gabrielle Union, when she switched into her um, after-party outfit, she turned into a Prince-inspired outfit. It was epic. But I must she say, who great. stole the show? Who? The person that stole the show I'm is the dying. queen of them all. Yvonne. Yvonne. Oh, she oh, killed my. it. Oh, she Killed came it. in in a gold applique pantsuit that was um, it was uh, what's this called? It was a tube, yeah, pantsuit with this gown of feathers, and just she was insanely regal. Kill Pretty did her makeup out of New York City, and baby, when I tell you, she turned heads and stunned it. Um, ASAP Rocky was there with the beautiful wait, wait, girl. Rihanna. You know I'm crazy because when they said Iman, I was like Iman Shum. <laughs> no, but speaking of Iman Shump, his wife held it all the way down for the Shumpers. Listen, when I tell you Tiana Taylor came in there with some silver on peel with the body, oh my God. Oh Her my body God. is fire. It's insane. So low key, she don't have to wear nothing fancy, special or anything. Soon as she comes through, she can have a whole string on. We go like, girl, did you see what Tiana Taylor she had a good weekend this weekend. You she know had what a mean? great weekend. She looked absolutely fabulous. She stopped by the red carpet and um, they asked her how she was feeling. She said hungry. She had some Pringles know, in the car right. and she was ready to eat. Kiki Palmer looked absolutely amazing. I miss, I the miss girls Kiki. came out. However, Bevy Smith from Bevelations, okay. she um, is a style maven, a style icon. We all know right. her. And she had a lot to say. She spoke out about how this is an opportunity, considering that there were so many African-Americans highlight an right. opportunity for us to show up and show out and not just physically be there, but wear black designers. And she was very disappointed, she said, and disheartened by the amount of people that opted not to wear black designers. Now, if you don't really know how the Met Gala goes, what happens is it is an event. It's called the Metropolitan Gala, where all right. of these designers, they come and they show 
it's fashion season right now. All the new collections are out. So they get the best of the best, all the mm-hmm. biggest stars, and they wear their current fashions or what they've been working on for the past six or seven months, specifically for the gala. Like so, a work of art. They're showing like off work their of art. art. So mm-hmm. Versace Atelier, for example, Donatella, you saw her there. She dressed a lot of the girls. So the girls that she dresses will sit at the table with her, and that's the Versace table and Balenciaga and so on and so forth. So Bevy was like, well, why we don't have enough black designers? Where's Marco Hall? Where are all of our designers that are right here in America, considering that it was American lexicon? Um, mm-hmm. But we flew all of our clothes from overseas with all these other designers. I think it's a great night to highlight the creativity and the beauty that is fashion because a lot of times it's understated but um what black designers like who i'm gonna blame i'm gonna blame all the black entertainers that didn't think to do so because i know even when i do little things and not met gala obviously uh i'm always incorporating a black designer we did a shoot the other day and yes. i made sure i had zarina acres on i made sure i had uh rachel roy like you know you have to get out there and represent your um you know your people too but and you said it perfectly though because you're intentional about it you made yeah. sure you knew that this was a big platform you knew what you were able to do and you knew the assignment and you pulled up Right. And I was actually upset because I had ordered something from um, Misa's collection and it didn't come in time. And that's Misa's Misa. stuff sold out. <laughs> I let her stuff is sold out. And, you know, Misa is not only, I think, an amazing stylist and designer, but she's also a friend. So I also want to make sure and Ducky Confetti, who's a friend of mine as well. Yes. Like, I like to make sure that I remember when he Laquan had one Smith. Sweat like, why didn't Laquan Smith have his crew? Laquan is everything. He it's just- disappointing. And we do got to shout out AOC, who shout out yes. Kobe Cole. He brought to, to our attention that she had a black designer on with tax the rich on the back, which is what's going to happen very soon. But I will say uh, shout out to your girl, Kim Kardashian, who was the only one designed with a, with a black designer. And that's Kanye. She had a mask over her face and looked crazy. Was that Kanye with her? So it wasn't. It's the creative director from Balenciaga. But um, he was not giving me a Kanye walk. No, no. But everybody thought that it was Kanye because that guy also hangs out with Kanye. I think his name is like Deb. What's his name? Let me let me get it. Well, I I do know Aurora James. That's the name of the black woman who designed the trench jacket situation that AOC had on. She looks super dope said tax the rich all i'm gonna say is that matt gala went down the melanated kids came to play and uh it was absolutely amazing i had i had a good time watching it don't leave like, little nas x out now he done had three outfits. he not come okay what did you think especially on the heels of that vmas and um a reporter having a lot of opinions about his outfit from Donald oh Tell no him. i hated the purple gown at the vmas it did just you hate wasn't the gown cute. or did you hate the mullet I think it was a combination of both because I like Riri when she wears the mullet. I just didn't. It wasn't giving what it needed to give. But but that cape that he came in to the gala. (laughs) Child. Chloe and, and, and Holly. They killed oh it. Oh my God. They she was helping it. her sister fix her dress. I love them. So cute. ASAP so with his Captain Crunch jacket. I didn't like that. 
I like the suit. I'm going to tell you, I like when he took it off and he had the suit with Riri. Uh They looked fire together. He was clean. But see, that is, see, this is what the Met Gala is about. That's why when people play it too safe or they wear just a regular gown, it's like, sis, you have the opportunity to go up and beyond. And they give you a grand theme and you can go. A lot of them did very regal hair. June Ambrose had her hair up. A lot of women had their hair up. I just, Um, I get, and I I agree with you. And I love Ace Rocky and he's so stylish but I feel like I came for Riri and I and this is the problem with them two being together which I don't have no problem because they're my favorite couple but mm-hmm. sometimes he's gonna have to take the back seat because she's Rihanna and and Jay-Z learned how to do it with Beyonce he never sacrificed his own career and self but how you know Riri didn't tell me that looked like Rihanna was like Robin said it's up but that I'm on. sorry they I'm both like, look cold they just both look chilly. I wanted to put a yeah, campfire. Yeah, I wanted to put a campfire in front of them. It wasn't they matching. They adorable, though. They did get, the, like, one of the cutest couples from, from the... I love them together. The, yeah, when he took that jacket off, I was like, let's go ASAP. Like, he listen, looked like he had a- to give you a reveal. And listen, ASAP Rocky ain't messing that up. He knows what it is. He had his chance before. He back around. And round two gonna be round it, baby. Yeah, you better done. stop for Drake come back in and swoop in there. Oh Lord! What? Speaking of relationships, what is going on with Diddy? Lord, let me tell you something about your boy Diddy. So he debuted a new young boo in Italy, and we're kind of familiar with this woman. We've talked about her before on this show. Last week, Diddy, who is fifty-one years old, was seen in Italy with model Joy Chavez, and you know her. Come on, from, brother love. Come on, brother <laughs> love. He always keeps. A new thing out there. They were kissing on a yacht and spending a week long together. They got caught kissing, hugged up, booed up, laid up on top of each other. The paparazzi caught them. And after the paparazzi caught them, she just went all out and just started posting from the yacht and just was like, forget it, because we're already caught. Now, she's 32. He's 51. Um, Joy has a child with Bow Wow. She also has a child with Future. Mm -hmm. And in a recent interview, Bow Wow actually admitted that he learned how to be a family man from Diddy. So I guess he's going to teach your baby mama now. Also, what? I'm just saying. They posted a throwback image of him and Diddy. And, uh, you know, Diddy was actually linked oh, to Bow Young Wow Mar- and Diddy? Yeah, Bow Wow and Diddy. And Bow Wow was like five. So that was even funnier. And Diddy looked like yesterday. And, uh, like you know... Diddy is also was linked to Young Miami and the City Girls, and everybody figured that they were dating because they but were see, writing. That's the problem. The problem, problem? Is, is that when you see someone, that's why I wanted the confirmation if you saw them kissing or not. Because when you they see someone kissing. with someone, there is a quick assumption that they're dating. Like, girl, I can't even stand next to somebody without them saying, like, oh, what's going on there? Where's your husband? You're like, right. what do you mean? It's just well, an event. Young Miami and Diddy were actually adding fuel to the fire by, like, making little comments, writing underneath each other's page. And now let's just say this. Young Miami has unfollowed Joy. And they were they were cool, allegedly. And now all of a sudden oh, they're no longer following. Well, Joy's still be- following her, though. Okay, okay. But okay. she's not following Joy. Joy. Yeah, she has to be. You took her man. What you going to unfollow her to? You can't take somebody's man. It's impossible. Especially when we're talking about brother love. Now, let me just make this really clear. Young Miami is 27 years old. His okay. oldest son is 27 years old. So that might be a little awkward. But I feel like men don't care about stuff like that. 
um, also fans started connecting the dots with previous relationships between future Lori Harvey and more and basically pinning it together. Like, why is everyone dating the same three people? You know, future has also dated Sierra who dated Bow Wow before and oh. uh, Lori Harvey dated both Puff and Future. It's like they're bouncing around uh, the these same These are the girls one. that know how to stay quiet. The rest of the girls are out taking videos and blowing up the spot. Well, these you ain't that quiet, sis. If we see, if they found you, somebody knew about it. You but it's only win. because people are lurking, not because she was being thirsty. It wasn't like she just went off and was like full blast. It was one of those things, you know, when you see the entertainers in their backyard and then a helicopter comes and take a picture, like, I mean, what are you going to do? They because I feel picture. like people know what they're doing now. You know what well, I mean? Like, like, like the Drake thing, when Drake did that date, at the um <laughs> yes sometimes it be planned out i don't know like do you think like what do you think of these two being together who do you think is the better match should he have chose young miami or joy i don't think it works like that i think that we overdo the idea of forever love you know what i mean we deserve to enjoy ourselves diddy has lost uh, a lot in the last few years and has been going through a lot and sometimes we're not emotionally available for a relationship sometimes we're just trying to hang out and there's a difference and i don't think it's about you know me being her man or her man but me being a man and just having fun and then well, Diddy's you- been on. He's been having fun for a while, and I will say that. this about Diddy: it's every time Diddy likes to play around, and he only likes to get serious when he sees he lost something. God bless the dead, but Kim Porter, you know, once she passed away, he was like, "You were my soulmate. I should have married you." Twenty twenty, though, a lot of Hold times on. you don't see. Let's not right forget there. Cassie. Don't forget Cassie now too. Cassie about, left him. She went started and had her a good night family and he's like oh i should have married you chilling it's like boy you should have get it together today like okay but if he's just gonna play in the meantime and those people around him are going to opt to play with them i don't understand i don't see the problem i mean there ain't no problem because this is his life but at the end of the day don't come crying and talking about i should have married on social media because i don't want to hear it okay you could have married anyone See, see, that's the thing. I saw a post on Instagram the other day talking about how women don't provide a space for their men to feel comfortable, to emote and to talk about how they feel. They always got to be cool. It always got to be okay. Like him saying, I'm not doing right. I'm not doing well. This is what I should have done. And and having regret. I think that's a very manly thing to do versus pack it all in and act like everything's good. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But if you're going the wrong way and you keep going the wrong way, then I'm gonna let you fall off the cliff. Like, I'm not going to hug you at the end of it and be like, well, well you that's knew you like were Cassie said. Exactly. And now she's it. happy or looks happy because, you know, looks are deceiving. He likes to keep a good little allowance on his lady. So I know that, uh, you know, Joy would appreciate that. Any woman would. I'll take a little um, allowance. Well, you wouldn't like um, a little allowance? And no, I no allowance. Because allowance Why? sounds like something comes along with that. I don't want allowance. I want to go to work. No, and get what a if paycheck. you don't? What if you get to do what you want to do in life, like then, regular? Then you asleep and you in a dream because that is not <laughs> how the world works. Now, I want to switch reels really fast. This is a really uh, sad topic, but I think it's something that we cannot um, fail to speak about because it is so sad because it's something right. that's plaguing our community. So last week was a really, really rough week for entertainment. We lost quite a few entertainment. 
entertainers. We suffered right. a few losses last week. Comedian Farquan Johnson, Rico Angeli, and Natalie Williamson, who were all together, actually, passed away due to an apparent OD due to fentanyl-laced cocaine. And this word and name, fentanyl, has just been coming up over and over again. It has been an ongoing issue across the country with overdoses going up last year, seemingly due to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Now, 93,000 people have died from the drug overdose in 2020. Comedian Kate Quigley, who survived, um, recently stated, all I can say is tell your people that you love them every day. Stay safe mm. and please do not take life for granted. I did and I never will again. And uh, later on in the week, we learned uh, a, a shocking blow. Um, I know you're from New York, so you might know him. He's definitely was a friend of mine. We worked together. Yeah. Uh, Michael K. Williams was found deceased in his apartment um, due to an apparent overdose of drugs also. Now, these deaths have absolutely shaking up Hollywood because the drug underlining um, issue is in all of them. Tiffany Haddish was friends with both Fuquan and Michael K. Williams said that she was messed up over the deaths. You know, I know a right. lot of people responded and Tiffany, I guess, in trying to make it a soft uh, joke and trying to pivot. Mm -mm, Nothing funny about this. Said, when did cocaine become popular again? And, you know, Michael K. Williams did an interview with Tamron Hall, basically talking about the demons of fighting drug addiction and what yeah. that looks like. He's and been battling for for before he even had money. And that's what some people didn't understand. They thought it was like a new situation, but he's been battling. And I get that during COVID in these trying times, like a lot of people have leaned on drugs and things yeah. of that nature. But this fentanyl is kind of new. And what I mean by new is like, this is what... New for our community. Yeah, new for our community. This is what they're cutting the drugs with in order to make them stronger. Because some people are asking, why do they use it? We spoke with a drug counselor mm -hmm. on uh, Morning Hustle. My friend, Joelle Ashley, she owns a drug and alcohol rehabilitation center in Miami called Transitions. Mm -hmm. nice. And she's also a recovering addict. And, uh, you know, there were so many questions we had Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Because there's some people that can take the same exact thing and they'll live from it. And there's others that it's a little, you know, like a little a, bit a, can a, kill you. A drop, a dose, right. just a little bit of it. Right. Well, she was saying that some people like you don't even realize, but it's in certain drugs and you're a little, little by little getting immune to it. And others have never had it in their system. So it will instantly kill them. Oh. And, uh, you know, because some people literally look for fentanyl to take because they've built up, you know, what, what their tolerance they're starting now to put it in in weed as well. They had some deaths, I believe it was in Detroit or Chicago. It's definitely Midwest. So basically what it does is it makes it stronger. So mm -hmm. if there's like a, a low grade or whatever you're cutting it with, it's to make it more potent. So if you have a low grade of weed, you're, you're thinking you're uh, doubling it up by adding a little bit of fentanyl in this past um, power 
50 was saying that that's what the episode was about. Very tasteless what he said after. But it is. If you watch the episode, it shows 50 or Canaan, whatever, made crack. And he used fentanyl. And he was supposed to use a little bit. He made a little more. I mean, he put more. And it killed a bunch of people. Yeah. Super dangerous. You know, Michael K. Williams was such a great guy. Like, I amazing just, guy. Amazing. Like, people don't know. They know him from Omar Little on the show. And even when he was on the show, The Wire, he battled with drug addiction. And the went whole into time. A, the entire time. He said there were nights he was sleeping on a mattress with other drug addicts um, in between days of shooting. It's just it's one of those things that I just wanted to touch on for a second because it is ravishing our community. And it's so sad that we want to ignore it, but it can't be ignored. And it's one thing that if we do not get a hold of it it will spill over to our children so check on I'm your not, friends you gotta check stop playing around ones. yeah and, and be, be careful about it i literally just saw him the end of june during the grammys and sat down I just with saw him the bet awards with yeah D-Nice. i was with that man two months ago laughing like, and joking exactly the same amount of time like oh yeah that was bet sorry i said yes Grammy. yes the BET. same time same amount of time um and just so sad and so shocking i wasn't expecting that but Absolutely. um you know condolences to his family his and fans, all the families his all the ones that lost their all lives. of the families yes Quan, rico Natalie. one night one night of uh quote unquote fun could turn into a tragedy for uh you know your the rest of your family's lifetime um yeah. let's move on and talk about something let's a little some bit reels into something yeah. a little juicy like, no you got some juicy let's squeeze what you got <laughs> All right, let's switch things up and get a little bit more lighthearted. We had, you know, got me over here about to cry and I don't, don't want to cry, do that. but we, you know, we got to keep it real. We undress it all. So the stuff that's, that's right. difficult to talk about, we going to hit on that too. Yeah, we're going to do that. So let's talk about this man. This is funny to me and actually not so far-fetched. So there's a man, he flew 650 miles for a first date. Now what? this is. I'm going to tell you about it. I, I think it's kind of sweet. Now, listen. You would, but he in your DM. <laughs> no, no, no. So then he probably, I missed him because I would have definitely never responded. Anyway, you know, online dating has blown up. It's like the new thing, the new wave. I've never done it. I'm about to try it next if I get to the point where, like, I'm done. I'm going to be your wing woman. If you try it, then I'm going to go with you to the um dates. Did you watch Clickbait? I'm going to use your picture. Heck yes. No, you not. No, you not. <laughs> yes, I did watch Clickbait. And Emma, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Yes, I'm I watch it. I'm going to use your picture. So let's do that. Okay, so they say typically people use dating apps like Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble to meet people. Now social media has taken and become the big trend to meet people. I feel like, uh, if anything, that's where... You do meet people, Instagram, and I guess now TikTok. My niece has met her thing. boyfriend. They've been together a year in a DM. You see what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. Some DMs might slide through, and uh, most of them don't. But anyway, a 26-year-old from Texas, his name is Matt. He posted a video of himself. So it was one woman that caught his eye, and you'll never believe it was an Olympic athlete. Her name is Taylor. She commented and he was interested. So they started conversing. So he was swimming. She like, okay, I like your backstroke. Come Let back. Take dive. You know that? Let me dive in it. <laughs> Two weeks later, he purchased a flight to guess where? Nebraska. 
Nebraska. Exactly. And that see, if it was like LA or something, you could pull that off because if you don't like the person, you got to know somebody else. There's no there. reason to be in Nebraska outside of the movie Belly in this man. The illest N-word in the, Nebraska. In Nebraska. <laughs> He's eating a banana. He had a problem. Eating a banana. But anyway, <laughs> so they posted their first meetup. It got over four million views on TikTok. Now they are exclusively dating and they plan to see each other at least once a month now have you ever I'm scared to ask you because I think I know the answer already have you ever flown to meet a stranger for a first date I know I've had someone fly to meet me but I've never flown to meet a stranger for okay but they were kind of a stranger yeah we were talking and we hadn't met in person yet but we had friends in common so it wasn't as like skeptical right as someone just online we did have people in common but um if I would um, fly that far. Well, how far did he fly? From New York to L.A. That's pretty across, far. Like I like across the country. But you like you said, it's L.A. So if it didn't work out, he just go to the Hollywood yeah. Walk of Fame. And he could go fun. to Nobu. He could go exactly. to McDonald's. He could do anything. I ain't got McDonald's in Nebraska. What about, I know somebody done flew you out. I definitely in my younger years wouldn't mind getting flewed out to go places. But now uh, that I have a whole career and a life, like I don't do stuff like that. Too but, much to lose. Yeah, too much to lose. Plus, hey. I don't want to end up on the IB channel because they buried me under the bedroom. No, or no, something. don't say that. No, don't I'm say just that. saying because people are crazy. You got to be careful nowadays, you know, but I, I do have to agree. Like I met one person off of social media before mm-hmm. and um, we ended up linking up or whatever the case. And I, I mean, I still speak to him to this day. We're friends. But okay, like, him, but if you met a cute guy online and he was super nice and he's like, I'm going to fly you out to dinner in Paris. And then after dinner the next morning, I'll have a driver come and pick you up and we're going to go to Rome for breakfast. Like how what would you do? I have to make sure like my mother has his social security number and I know people are so a real black girl. Yeah. Because sex trafficking is real. And some people never come back home. Like, first of all, lunch in Compton. (laughs) You know, you save these some real OGs. I do lunch in Compton anyway, because I'm from South Central. So that's not getting flued out for you for real. It's like, uh, take me to my two cents on Pico. <laughs> okay, so what do you think about? Yes, my two cents. What you know about the trip? Talk That's about? my spot. <laughs> okay, so would you ever do a long distance relationship? Like, I have. say you guys met in the same state and then like date for an extended amount of time, long distance. Yeah, I've done long distance relationship. Um, that didn't work out so well for me because Ooh. ultimately I'm not doing videos or pictures. I'm not one of those girls. Like I don't send myself not naked like or whatever, oh, oh, oh. Or, or like even the FaceTime. And I think after a while, a dude's going to get bored. Like, okay, if you're not flying here, like, you know what I mean? I think okay, so gonna- this is the problem. Let me tell you the problem. Okay. The problem is, is you have to have a limitation, a rule on how often you see each other. So it didn't work out because they're not together. But Brad Pitt back in the day talked about how his relationship with Angelina Jolie was cultivated and how they were very intentional about seeing each other. So Mm -hmm. though he was super busy as an actor and so was she, they made a vow to never go more than 14 days without seeing each other. And that's that. 
enough time to miss each other and still prioritize your business and life first, but then not to forget about that other person. And I did it and it worked. I had Cynthia Daly. Yeah, I did it with Mike for three years. And every two weeks, we never went 14 days. You look so pretty. We would never go um, more than two weeks without seeing each other. And um, the longest time we did was when I shot my new television show. That was the longest time we... What was the so what was the big gap? The big gap, but this is after having been married now for almost three years and together for seven. It was about a a month and a week, and it and that's still not bad. That's bad, L'Oreal, because you know why? You forget about like the considerations you make, like when you with somebody all the time. You don't have those when you're so far away and so when you get used to not being there what are those things that you are prioritizing outside of a phone call because like you said that gets boring yeah it does get boring and then it's like all right texting and then it's like you start to drift apart and i think that was my last situation like he uh for what he does he has to travel a lot and Mm -hmm. obviously you know we wake up early in the morning and it's like sometimes he's like oh well i have three days back to back where I'm going to be in one certain area. So you should come see me. And I'm like, yeah, but then I got to, don't forget, I still got to broadcast at five in the morning. And he's like, never mind, stay where you are. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody want to hear that in the morning. Nobody. And I do. I tell people because you got to be honest, like I'm loud in just the morning. Get a, just get an extra room. That's all you got to do is get an extra room. When yeah, I was but in. Every single time it starts yes. to be a lot. Like, even I started to feel like it was a lot. Huh? No, 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 no. Because if you're traveling, this is like, you play sports. So so you're in a hotel. So I'm in a hotel. You stay in a bedroom. He let him stay in a bedroom and sleep and get up and broadcast. My point is when you want to make it work, you find the time. You and do, you but are, it's still frustrating. It is. You it miss is. certain things and say they have something like a finals game, right? And you want to go, but you can't because you have an interview with a big artist too. So now oh, you're the only baby. girl. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I'm not there. Superstar. So sorry that you're a star too. (laughs) And your stars are starring. Your stars are starring. (laughs) But that's why some people, they find someone that is more compatible to be able to move around at their yes. own will. You yes. know what I mean? And I get That's that. True. Like if Diddy was to call me and say, hey, we going on the yacht for two weeks, I'll be like, sorry, Diddy, but we got to break up because it's either you in Italy or more than hustle. Like it can't be both. Exactly. But Joy, she could go well, live her best She has life. a little bit more flexibility. Speaking of flexibility, <laughs> you're listening to the Literally. Undressing Room podcast. That's <laughs> right. It's presented by Macy's. Go ahead and check out our personal Macy's shopping page. It's over at macy's.com slash the undressing room. And I want to undress this topic because this is really um, interesting. Okay. More, college-educated women are having babies outside of marriage. Mm. Yes, more college-educated women in their 30s are having babies outside of marriage, according to a study done by a sociologist at Johns Hopkins University. Every time I hear that, I think of Melody from the game. 
Remember when she was like, oh, I could have yes. went to Johns Hopkins. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, Shout sorry. Game. Okay, well, <laughs> the study showed that in 2018, 24.5% of women that were ages between 32 and 38, they were having children outside of marriage compared to the 4% that was reported back in 1996. That's a big jump. Yes, because um, sis is paying their own bills now. Sis got their own job <laughs> now. Sis don't need, listen, it, we don't need a check sad. now. The study <laughs> determined that 18 to 27% of women in their 30s will be unmarried when they have their first child. <gasps> wow. College-educated women who have a child outside of marriage are more likely to be married by the time they have their second child or more likely to be married to the person they had their first child with. That mm. is a statistic I fall into. I was a woman in my 30s, had my first child, college educated. And mm-hmm. then by the time I had my second child, I was married. And now we have three in a family. So that, that makes sense, though, nowadays. So it's still more likely for those with less education to have a child outside of marriage. So do you think that? Well, that was comes- an unnecessary comment to throw in there. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a little tidbit. It was. That was like a shady, unnecessary shot. Well, this is per the study at John Hopkins. This is not my study. Like uh, like the doctor says on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, these are not the thoughts and opinions of Eva (laughs) Marcel. However, what has been reported, and they reportedly say it's still more likely if you don't have education, you're going to have a child outside of marriage. But I have an education. I had a child outside of marriage, so... There so we go. Tough. Yeah, Since now we sit next to each other. Don't trail. I drive a car. <laughs> We're together. Now, do you think that this number has grown so high, L'Oreal, over the years because of social media access? What do you think it is that has made this um, go from four percent to a staggering twenty-four percent? I do think you made a good point earlier on when you say, like, we're paying our own bills. Sisters is is doing it for themselves and all that good stuff. Because my main thing, like, growing up, my sisters had kids, not young, but younger. Like, I'll say one of them did have a a child at 19, 20, one of those ages. But the other one waited uh, till later on in her 20s. But they both weren't married when they Mm -hmm. had their first kids. And then my one of my sisters did get married, and then they got a divorce. So it just... My whole thing was when I saw this was I never want to have to do this alone. And that was my Mm. main thing. So I did always look at it like I want to get married before I have kids. Now, I also look at that like God says, show me your what's the um, what's that saying? Basically, like, show me your plans. Something about God laughing at you because Uh obviously it's his plan, right? Ultimately. But um, now that I'm a little bit older and it's not that I feel like, oh, time is ticking because I still feel like I have a a little bit of time left, you know, to be able to. to, Yeah, I got time left. But But see, that's um, the thing right there. The pressure that we put on ourselves, I think that we've gotten to the point where we want to make our own decisions. Like, you don't have to get married if you want to have a baby. You don't have to be of a certain age. Like, if you're 31, old girl, you better start now because, like, don't do that. And that's what people do do. in their time. That's right. And I think, as far as with me, like, I've thrown out that whole idea of I have to be married in order to have this child. I just want to have a healthy relationship with the person that I have a child with. I want my child to be able to know they could come to me or they could go to the father. I don't think it has anything to do with 
uh, of course, being educated, I feel like would even fall into making educated decisions for yourself. I don't Absolutely. think that it necessarily means like you need education. I, I have a, a high school diploma. I did some college. To me, I don't think that coexists. But if no, they, I think the they correlation the to education is the ability to provide and to be gainfully employed. Right. And so if you do fall into a category like L'Oreal and I and millennials that are like, look, sis, I don't have to work at this farm to make this bread. I'm over here. I got hair juice. I'm bringing edges back and I'm making it happen. So I think the idea of education was just those that can have a a more um, guaranteed provision for themselves and for a child later on. And I also feel like it's not like I've never been pregnant before. I never had an abortion, Mm -hmm. anything like that. And not knocking anybody that has. But I at first thought like, well, maybe I can't have no kids. But when I went to the doctor, they was like, nah, like, have you ever planned to try to have kids? Like, you know, you ovulate at this time. You can only get pregnant from these days to these days. And I'd be like, no, but women, you can sneeze on them and they pregnant. Some women. Yeah, some women. But with me, and I said that. I was like, my my (laughs) ex-boyfriend used to always try. She was like, but on a schedule. And I'm like, no. Right. So sometimes it's in, like I said, it's in God's time. So um, I don't feel the pressure. And and it's just going to happen when it happens. And my child is going to be well taken care of because I work hard. Come on, well taken care of. Well taken care of. You feel me? <laughs> yes. No, your ba- you, first of all, you take care of your sunglasses. You definitely take care of a baby. Definitely. Exactly. Sis, not not as spoiled as monster is. Okay? It is not necessarily <laughs> easy if you got money or not. You could have a great education, all the money in the world. Being a single mom is difficult. I know I was one. Right. Um, but you got to do what works for you and not the rest of the world because and they're I, not in I, your life. Right. I think a healthy relationship, period, should be first and foremost, whether it's a friendship. You know, a lot of people then reached out to their friends like, yo, let's have a baby together. I think it'll, it'll yes. be great. And it's end up working out way better. Just make sure you have that solid foundation to even be bringing a child into the world is how I look at it. But the, even with that, and we're going to slide into this next topic because we have a little bit of time. Even with that, you're never ready, L'Oreal. Yeah. You can plan everything. You can have a you're husband, right. get pregnant, make a nursery, all of that. Baby, that home birth turns into the hospital. That C-section turns into a natural. That, that good man turned to be gay. Look, wow. <laughs> Let's go ahead and hop into your DMs on that. Are we in okay. your DMs yet? So, yes, we are going to go straight into the DMs because this week it was kind of light, but it was things that I, I deem necessary, right? Okay. Now, this is my favorite one. I was up really, really late watching all the Queen's men. And when I tell you I love this show, Eva is so gangster on this show. You look amazing. Like, they got every Thank single you. look. They got you looking bomb. Like, and Shout you look out bomb to Rihanna out of New York. She was... She is the costumer over everything Tyler Perry. She did uh, All the Queen's Men. And we were trying to go for a very, very Dominique Devereaux dynasty moment, honey. You did it. You did it, Joe. And you were just so gangster. Like, I'm not done. I'm on episode. I'm ashamed to say I just been straight through. I'm on episode five. So um, it came out on yeah. Thursday, girl. I know. <laughs> I had to support. So Thank I posted you. it up. Right. And I'm uh-huh. like, I can't stop watching whatever, whatever. Right. Why do I have several people in my DM asking me for my BET Plus password? Strangers, you think I'm about to give you my secret password that I use for other stuff? 
I'm not doing that, man. So that's don't DM me no more and ask for the password because it's not happening. <laughs> but I definitely had to make sure Thank you for watching. I shouted that out right there. And then last but not least, I had this other man, man. Uh-oh. So, and we've talked about this a little bit before, but then there's a little more added to it. Now, we get this all the time in my DM, and it starts off, would you date a regular dude? Which is something that always comes across my DMs. And then he followed up. go to the finals. That was one guy. <laughs> one guy, and, but still. And then he followed up with, how are you still single? So I, I want to say this about that. I hate when people ask that question. Or whatever the case. I'm single because I choose to be single. If I wanted to be Stand in a relationship, I, I I am single because I choose to be single. Okay. Nobody chooses me. I choose whether or not I want to be in a relationship with the person. I can hmm. be in a relationship with mm -hmm. a thousand people today if I wanted to. Those guys, I just don't feel like are worthy of my time and me giving up time that is set aside for myself, me, my career, and things that I'm doing to focus on him a little bit. Like, I don't want to no do that. no one deserves an explanation for why you do or don't have a man. If you don't want to have a man right now, baby, don't. It's very that simple. You don't have to have a reason why. We it's are allowed. Crazy. And, and also, just because you've dated an athlete once, or twice. <laughs> or three times. <laughs> or three times. Or maybe. Doesn't mean, like, the guy that I was with for the longest <laughs> of my, three times. Okay, four. The guy that. One more. <laughs> five. No, I'm joking. So the guy that I was with for the longest amount of time, a regular guy. Like, I don't know why y'all just deem me to be George Chavez all of a sudden. Oh, don't because, do that. Not like that, but I'm just saying, Drake, I mean, Future, I'm not knocking her neither. Her lineup is impeccable. You know what I mean? Like, good girl. <laughs> good her girl. starting five. Who are starting five? Her top five is fantasy football. You know what I mean? Listen, like, she's in the fantasy. In the number but, one spot, running the ball right now. Wearing yeah. jersey number zero. But Brother that's Lowe. what I'm saying. I'm not even tied to any guys because I keep my business pretty low. Like, no, but I, I don't think it has to do with you being tied. I think that you are a very fancy lady. I think that you are very um, unattainable for regular men. When they see you, they're like, oh, I have to be something different than what I am. So the question is, can a regular, regular guy get L'Oreal's time? And they I, by the way of regular, if you're saying it like somebody that has to figure out how like to, Applebee. yeah, you're not for me. Because, uh, like, if anything, we'll be together for a month and you're going to be like, she's too high maintenance or too whatever. And then you're going to ghost and leave because you can't, you're going to be too embarrassed to say you can't afford to be with me anymore. Well, will you but pay? Pay for if him you, to eat? If you like him, if he's nice and you like him, he just can't afford your you know, no, we got to be on the same level of because look, I'm not going to boss well, up. Everything, to go, I have to be on the same. But look, I'm going to explain to you why I work mad hard to get to to where I'm at in life. I was at positions where I wasn't as up, but I'm not going to work all this hard to turn around and go reach down. And you don't know, you just reach into your purse. See, you want the breakfast in Rome, the dinner no, in Paris. You bougie. I want you to, to, to grind out like I have to boss up like I don't want somebody that's not bossing up themselves you don't have to be all the way there but you got okay. to be working towards it you need a plan okay. Okay. you need a goal that. yeah like that. like if somebody like for instance, figure that out a, in a month 
Yeah, no, but it's a guy that even I was just talking <laughs> to my girl, Angie Ange, about. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, you know what I think is dope about him? He got this business going on. It ain't it ain't up there yet, but he got a plan. He, got it. he yeah, working yeah, yeah. on it. He works every day hard. That's the kind of guy I need. Like, not nobody that's like, you going to pay for me to eat? Like, <laughs> well, no. you didn't know what was going on, y'all are listening to the Undressing Room <laughs> podcast presented by Macy's. Go ahead and check out our personal Macy's page. Yes, it's a shopping page. It is at Macy's.com slash The Undressing Room. Now, you know we have a final question. Corn, bread. You- <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. All right, you the, well, guy, you the way I want to raise my daughter, so I'm not even mad at it. Like, see, I'm there here, we go. I'm here for the whole moment. Me and Marley I'm, gonna be out listen, here just- single together. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Eva. <laughs> Wow. All right, let's go ahead and address this <laughs> final question. So this post comes from wives underscore and underscore mothers. And it's on Twitter. It says, baby, ignore my parents. It's me you're getting married to, not them. I'll always love you and be on your side. Well, someone responded. I do uh, think it was a mature lady that said, oh, my dear, do not accept this kind of arrangement. Mm. If he slash her parents don't accept you, pack your things and run. <laughs> In the long run, things will only get worse and messy. Now, Mm. could you find yourself marrying someone that you didn't get along with their parents? No. And if I did, I would have to, we would have to have a family discussion and hash that out before we did. Because, uh, man, I feel like no matter what is always going to listen to his mama at least or and his daddy if the daddy in the life too like and i've dealt with a situation where i was in a relationship with someone i was younger way younger and um it's so crazy because i just had a conversation with his mother he's he passed away but um his mother i always felt like she didn't really like me and in the beginning she did and then it was like as things went on i guess certain things that happened he would tell her and then it just seems that though she was like saying things that like would kind of push him away from me and i Mm. I don't think that it was Was your mama's boy he was he was her only son and then you know what i mean so it was kind of like that and like certain things happen or whatever the case. And um, just the other day I saw her, I see her often. And like, I had this conversation with her and I literally broke down. Like it was like years that I was holding on to stuff because he passed away. And then it was still things on the table Mm -hmm. that like, I feel like she kind of was a little bit of a wedge in the relationship. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And Mm -hmm. it was like, I was kind of scared of her too. Cause again, I was way younger, but um, I do feel like her influence on him. And I explained to her certain things and things that she didn't understand that she was speaking out against on me and she was like damn if you would have told me that then then I would have not said certain things to him you know what I mean but that that conversation wasn't to be had I was too young I was too much of a a kid to be talking to a grown woman about you know her not liking me reconcile you guys' issues if if he had passed away and he did end up proposing and you didn't want to marry him you would have to I mean because you see yourself accepting the proposal and getting married before you hash things out or is that necessary before we even move forward i think it's like you and him against the world or no because you don't want to cut somebody off from their family like with me i'm really close to my family and um i've also been in a situation where i felt like a guy was coming in between me and my family and like yeah it was me and him but then when it wasn't me and him it was just me 
And like, yeah. I was kind of, yeah. I missed my family. So like yeah. you, I don't, I think that you should always try to hash it out. Be the bigger person in any situation. Cause that's his family. He don't need you ultimately. Well, like, my, this is the thing. Like when you end up deciding to make someone your forever, mm-hmm. everything that they come along with becomes your forever. So you right. inherit all of that. And it's one of those things. I think that um, mother goose on the end who said, sis, don't take that kind of arrangement was really speaking life into this young lady, basically letting her know that you are asking for a very, very tumultuous relationship. So if you want something healthy and proper, you need to rectify that now, not necessarily because he, He's a mama's boy and going to listen to his mom all the time. But it is not fair to put him in a position to have to choose between you and his mom. And there is no way you can measure that degree of love between someone that loved you and took care of you your entire life to the love that you have chosen. That shouldn't even have to compete. And so if you are competing, you'll be doing that for your entire relationship. Who's cooking Thanksgiving? Who's saying a prayer? Who bought who a gift? speak when you walked in like it just I just I'm very happy Doretha Sterling my mother-in-law <laughs> Charles Sterling my father-in-law they are a they're jewels my sister-in-laws who are spitfire Scorpios they are such gems and if we did not get along it would be very difficult on my right so and you difficult. want somebody that respects their mother because to me that's yes. a reflection of how they're going to treat women so if he's just like oh my mother doesn't like you forget her let's just still get that's married scary. that's a that's red what flag I mean. That's like a if, red flag. If, if he's going to throw his mama away like that, I'm scared. Because you're going to be the next woman he throw away. Listen, that <laughs> part. That part. <laughs> now, if you want us to go ahead and address your final question, then be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Undressing Room Podcast and DM us for a chance to be featured. And baby, you know we're going to undress it. What are we listening to? We listening to the Undress and Run podcast presented by Macy's. Make sure you check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash the Undress and Run, y'all. Mm-mm. Yes. <laughs> and if you haven't caught some of the uh, older episodes, go ahead and click on the link and get up to speed. Come on. That's let's get right. Undressed. And make sure y'all rate, review, subscribe, and also tell a friend to tell a friend because, you know, uh, they're missing out on some good stuff right here. Especially that brat and bow while we took all of our Macy's clothes off. We was oh, naked. I had to take everything up off the floor. They were killing Bow Wow oh, underneath my oh. comment section. They were so mad at some of the things that he had to honesty, say. I though. And that's what you're going to get all day, every day on the Dressing Room Podcast. It's no right. It's no wrong. It's just us. It's how it go. Yeah, go yell at Bow Wow, too, under the comments. Yes. And don't forget to add us. <laughs> we see y'all next week. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cole Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research Laurie Hall Flowers. Digital marketing Sam Styers. J.R. Davis. Aaliyah Foss and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.